Welcome to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with Rebecca Hall Greider. In our program each week, we provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. I'm honored to be connecting in with you. And I can't believe we are almost um, a third of the way through November. I'm finding the time is going quickly. You probably have heard me share that on the last couple of shows because I feel like, wow, things are getting busy. They're, they're moving in a great direction, but there's a lot that's kind of pulling at us um, with that busyness, with the holidays Um, starting and getting closer and closer to full swing. And so I think it's important during the season that we remember what's important. We remember to connect, to be mindful, to be purposeful, that we're not looking for something outside of us to magically make us feel a certain way, but we're really mindfully, purposely connecting in and bringing the magic ourselves to the season doing those things that matter to us, really building practices that are supportive of those things that are most important to us. And especially as the pace picks up and it gets busier, I think it's really wise to deliberately build in points throughout your day, throughout your week, where you're stopping, you're pausing, you're breathing, you're reconnecting, you're making sure that the day isn't running you, but you are in charge of the day. So making sure to take time and moments to reset that because when it gets busy, sometimes the day thinks it's in charge. (laughs) So I know for myself, it's helpful to build in reminders or alarms or a rhythm of the day that reminds me to stop, to focus, to breathe deeply for a moment so that as I step back out into the day, I'm doing so mindfully and purposely, and I'm not letting days slip by me, but I'm really getting to interact with those days and the time in a way that's powerful and supportive. I also think it's important that we are um, honoring and celebrating and appreciating that we're building that gratitude into our life as well. I think that's part of that mindfulness, part of that connection and meaningfulness that we can bring into the holidays. And it's um, Veterans Day today here in the U.S. And I just wanted to take a moment and acknowledge my my dad served in the Navy for 23 and a half years um, and uh, saw the world um, through through a boat, <laughs> through a ship that he was, he always tells me, ship, not boat, ship, uh, that he, he served our country in many ways. And I just want to take a moment and thank all of our veterans out there um, that have served and all of their families that have come alongside them and supported them so they could serve and support our country in all the different ways. And I also think, as I look at the world globally, it's a moment to stop and think, All of those who have stepped forward, who have sacrificed, who have put their life on the line to bring forward those things that matter most to them, to take a stand um, for freedom and for causes that they are looking to bring forward. So I just want to take a moment and thank all of our veterans, all of those who are serving to make the life that we have today possible. And I deeply am appreciative and I thank and honor 
all who have served. I also wanted to take a moment to celebrate connections. Um, I think part of one of the richest blessings that we have are the deep connections that we can have with each other. And when we look at November and Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and some of the different holidays within the November month, I think it's important to have this time of connection, of this celebration, of this appreciation of each other. And I have selected a poem. I I read a poem a month. (laughs) And our poet today, his name is Sam Yao. And his poem is called Wine Tasting. You can learn more about Sam and his poetry at samyaopoetry.com. And just a little backstory about this poem. This was written shortly after he met um, a, a woman that he has fallen deeply in love with. And they are continuing to build um, a, a life together and, and continuing to pursue that. So this is a poem that was written um shortly after one of their meetings. And I love the poem because I think it celebrates that connection. But I also think we can look at this in how we're connecting with ourselves, how we're connecting with each other, how are we connecting deeply and richly with life. So it's called Wine Tasting by Sam Yao. I've been the person who'd fall for the first one who came along. This time I'd change, I would. Look, swirl, sniff, sip, and savor. The exquisitely curated rich varietals in the perfect sequence. But I can no longer delude myself. Can't hide behind the delicately new life you're not the center of. My fear of being trapped in a single taste. This morning, I woke up engulfed in the pain of the looming separation. How would I pine for you when the iron bird fades into the sky? How I would run away in clever ways only to find your face swirling in my heart. Once more, I tore the tasting menu to pieces. There is only one. The poem is wine tasting. And I know for myself, when I look at this, are there things in our life that we're running away from or or we're wanting to keep sample and taste versus really sinking into the truth or the connection or that power that um, we have in our life? Are we trying to run away from that or are we really in keep sampling, keep tasting? <laughs> Or are we really sinking into the truth that we know, those connections that we have, um, really appreciating the value of them, the depth of them? So just something I think as we're looking at mindfulness, we're looking at deeply connecting, honoring, and celebrating, I think it's important to reflect on that. Sometimes um, we can keep running instead of slowing down and sinking in deeply mindfully and purposely. So as we have slowed down to listen with our heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, I'm going to encourage you to take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth like through a straw. Keep breathing. 
And I invite you to close your eyes. You're absolutely safe. Put both hands on your heart. Take a breath. And feel your heartbeat. And as you tune in, breathing, listening, bringing oxygen to every cell in your body, creating space as you release what no longer serves. What is it that you need today that will encourage you and empower you, support you, help you bring forward those things that matter most to you during this season and in the coming year? What is it you need today that you are willing to receive because you have choice? What is it you need today that will support you on your journey? Breathe that information in, receive what it is that you need and are willing to receive. Not how, but just what is it that you need or being reminded of. Beautiful. Let's take a breath. Come back into the room, eyes open, fully present, and take a moment and write down what was laid on your heart that you need and are willing to receive. Let's capture it. Let's create it. Bring it forward real time. That way, throughout our conversation today, you can lean in, take a glance at the paper and take down some notes as you keep that top of mind to support you real time on your journey. And I have, um, Manisha is one of our amazing experts that we have had on the show previously, and we're excited to have her two daughters um, joining us today, and Kim Adele. So I'm excited to share, uh, have them share a little bit what was laid on their heart when we took a moment to stop, pause, and listen, just, you know, 10 to ten to 15 seconds that they can share. And then um, we'll go to a break where you have a moment to um, process and continue to reflect on what they shared. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's what we're doing. So, Kim, I'm going to start with you. Kim, uh, Kim Adele, what was laid on your heart when you took a moment to stop, pause, and listen? Uh, so... It was Remembrance. In the UK, it's Remembrance mm. Day. And it made me realize, mm. both with your poem and, and doing the heartbeat, all that we have to be grateful for and taking that pause to remember that. that you know, Remember not the loss, but the joy of having had. Yes. Oh, beautiful. I love that. And thank you. We, we honor Remembrance Day as well. I appreciate that. Beautiful. And then um, circling back to Nidia, I would love to have your thoughts when you took a moment to stop, pause, and think what was laid on your heart. Yeah, actually, just on that thought of how the Wi-Fi just cut out, I was thinking about how COVID has really changed our lives. Mm. Um, And like school is back in person for me. So I think what was on my heart was the fact that I'm able to connect with so many more people now, both with my Mm. family and my friends. That's been really interesting for me. Oh, thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And you're absolutely right. COVID and the pandemic has really changed our lives and connection. And I love taking a moment to appreciate that it allows us to connect with so many more and in different ways than perhaps pre-COVID. So that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And Novelli, how about you? What was on your heart when you took a moment to listen? 
Well, I'm a college student, so mm-hmm. um, one of the things that is kind of wrapping up is the end of the quarter. We only have around three weeks left. So kind of in, um, in light with that, just kind of appreciating, also worrying, but really appreciating um, the joys of life. Um, kind mm-hmm. of, I'm really blessed to be going to a college that's only 70 miles away from my family home. So I'm able to come mm. back home often and just spend time with the people I really care about and also miss a lot. So I think I'm personally very grateful for just having this culture of, you know, closeness with not only my family, but my friends and also feeling safe and loved. Mm. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And I'm excited. I'm just struck as as we're taking a moment to stop and appreciate and and reflect a little bit, I appreciate having different voices, different perspectives, um, kind of walking in different places all together um, and from different parts of the world. Like what what an amazing gift and opportunity for us to Mm. all come together and connect and share and support each other and support all of our fellow listeners. So I just, I cherish that. I thank you all for leaning in. We're getting ready to go to the commercial break as promised, where each of you, I want to encourage you to stay present and really reflect on what is being laid on your heart and spirit when uh, you're taking a moment to slow down and just really see what are you you grateful and thankful of and being really mindful about today. And we'll continue our conversation in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Explore the poetry of Sam Yao. His book of poems, Soul's Journey, is a number one international bestseller. Sam is a contemporary poet with a unique and highly relatable poetic style to convey the essence of spiritual truths for our time. Readers will find beauty, inspiration, and healing in his words. Get his book, Soul's Journey, today on Amazon.com or visit SamYaoPoetry.com. That's SamYaoPoetry.com. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or a comment for Rebecca or her guest, 
We'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed those two minutes to stop, pause, and reflect a little bit and see what was laid on your heart and your mind and your spirit as you took a moment to connect in and reflect on some of those things that perhaps you're being uh, thankful for, you're celebrating, you're really appreciating, um, or you're maybe being extra mindful of. And sometimes when we stop and slow down, we have something bubble to the surface we've been a little too busy to pay attention to. (laughs) So perhaps there was a reminder that uh, came forward. So I encourage you to just continue to take in all of the beautiful information that is coming through you, uh, that we are sharing and pouring into you and be open and ready to receive because you're here on purpose for a purpose. And I know there's something here for you today. Very excited to introduce our first amazing guest. You got to hear from her a little bit in the opening segment, but I want you to know a little bit more about her. So Kim Adele Platz is a master coach an international best-selling author, inspirational keynote speaker, and face whisperer. She is a co-founder of Mastermind Success, founded the first International Imposter Syndrome Awareness Day, and is a non-exec director with the IOD Academy Trust and Mary's Meals. She is passionate about using her 25 plus years of experience in the corporate world, along with her personal journey, to really help you achieve all of the personal and professional success that you want in your way and fully embrace the power of the journey and embrace all of your gifts and talents fully. Please lean in. And more than we welcome the powerful and dynamic Kim Adele Platts to the show. Welcome. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. What, what an intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you are very, very welcome. I'm excited to have you joining us. And you do so many amazing things. I would like to start with why. Why? Um, is it important to you, the work that you do to empower people in so many different ways from really helping people around the imposter syndrome to um, bringing so much of your skills and talents forward to help lead teams and help people move forward in an empowered way? Why is that work important to you? I think for me, my passion in life is people. And if we can really connect with them, we can help them to be their best. And when you get to be part of that journey, it's priceless. And I think for me, the thing that we all want at our base is we want to be listened to, we want to be understood, and we want to be respected. And if we can do that for each other, imagine what what the world would be like and how much nicer it would be. Mm. I I love that. I'm just taking a moment to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and and what's what's really cool about what you shared is that we get to be part of that, like not just have others treat us more kindly and positively and powerfully, but but we can be that. We can be some of the change that we're wanting wanting to see in that. Um, so I'm curious about this because 
you know, you're the first person I have met that founded the first International Imposter Syndrome Awareness Day. So I thought it would be really cool to take a moment and have you share a little bit of what is the imposter syndrome for people that that's not a familiar phrase. And um, when is the International Imposter Syndrome Awareness Day? Yeah, of course. Uh, so, imposter syndrome was originally identified in 1978, and it's that it comes to a lot of us. In fact, it impacts 70% of people globally at some point in their life. And it's those moments where you doubt yourself, where you don't feel that you're worthy, that you think you're going to get found out as a fraud. Um, in fact, even Einstein had it. He has a quote which says, the high esteem within which my works are held leaves me feeling like an unlikely swindler. So, somebody who universally is recognized as a genius, doubted that he was actually as good as people thought he was. And that's when Mm. we have that imposter syndrome. And and for me, I had a health scare a year after my little girl was born. And that was my turning point. I'd suffered from imposter syndrome for nearly 30 years, thinking that someone was going to turn around one day and go, oh my goodness, we put the hairdresser on the board, get her off. And they never Mm. did. But I carried that doubt and I spent the last four years learning how to change the voice in my head. Um, And that was really why we launched International Imposter Syndrome Awareness Day, to raise awareness and to give people access to free support and free resources, overcome their own inner imposter and turn that inner critic into an inner cheerleader. Because if we can get out of our own way, we can actually live our soul's purpose. And that's what we're here to do. It's on yes. um, the 13th of April every year, and I uh, we were blown away with the support we got in the first year um, and continue to, to do so, which is really just trying to leave things better than we found them for others. Thank you for sharing. I wrote that down April 13th for anyone who missed that. <laughs> I want to make sure we're putting that on the calendar. Um, really, really powerful. And, and I'm curious, um, as we reflect on that and this is something that you've really been on a mission and have shifted. So as you stepped more into being empowered in that way, um, releasing that voice of feeling like an imposter, how has that shifted things for you? It shifted things amazingly. So, so for me, the, one of the things that I learned is that we come up with what we call I am statements. And they're the things that we use to hold ourselves back. So mine were, mm. I'm not good enough, I'm unlovable, I'm always alone. But the beauty is you can relearn them. So it's all about training our subconscious brain. And our subconscious brain is the happiest little helper you will ever have in your life. But it's got one flaw. It doesn't understand the difference between helping and harming. So whatever mm. you ask it, it goes and finds for you. So if you say, I'm not good at this, it will find you every example where you weren't good at it. So you have to accept that and then say, okay, is there ever any occasion where I have been good at it? Because then it will run back and it will find all of the occasions when you've been good at it. And then for me, this one, this trick works epically. I say to myself, Scarlett is my little girl. She's the most important thing in my world. And like any biased mum, I believe as long as that little girl is kind and she tries hard, there is nothing in the world she can't do. So I ask myself, if this was Scarlett, what advice would I give her? And then I mm-hmm. make myself take it. And that's made a world mm-hmm. of difference. I wouldn't be talking to you today. I wouldn't have dared um, enter into any of the competitions. I would never have written a book if I hadn't learned to take the advice I'd give to my daughter. Um, Mm. 
and it's really helping me meet so many more people and live a much more fulfilled life. So I really hope if anyone's suffering, reach out and find some help because I promise you it's worth it. Mm. Thank you for sharing. And that just really touched my heart and, and spirit. I love um, that. What would I tell my daughter? And then doing that, <laughs> you know, walking the talk, <laughs> following <Absolutely>. that. <laughs> I think I think that's just beautiful. So thank you for sharing. And then I wanted to circle back into mindfulness um, as we're looking at the holiday season. We're looking at starting the new year powerfully and purposely. I loved how you were talking a little bit about purpose what how can we um step what is mindfulness i should ask why is it important and how can we step more fully into it great question so mindfulness for me is about being really present so being in the moment whatever that moment is because we live too much of our lives either in the past worrying about something that's already happened or in the future which hasn't arrived yet And the only moment we really have is the presence, the only bit that's promised. It's why they call it a gift. Um, Mm. So I think it's it's reminding myself um, to just take a moment and enjoy what's going on around me. It's so easy. We put so many pressures on ourselves to go, oh, well, have I made this perfect? Have I done the perfect um, holiday preparation for my daughter? Have I got everything sorted at work so that I can go and do this? Is everything going to be to the liking of every family member that's going to turn up? And we layer in the pressure. When we get to the other end of it and realize that we missed the memory, <laughs> we missed the mm. creation of it. So I try and remind myself that I love a quote. And one of the ones I found recently, and it really helps, is that we are all perfectly imperfect. Mm. And once you realize that the imperfection is your perfection, it allows you to step into just being in that moment. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I love that, that we are perfect in our imperfections <laughs> and really <laughs> allowing to be. Because um, you're right, time will pass by and we can miss the memories. We can see the pictures, but not remember being there, even though we might be yeah. in the picture <laughs> because we were so busy. We weren't necessarily fully present and, and really um, embracing the time and the moment. So thank you for that beautiful definition of mindfulness and really being able to be present. Do you have a quick tip for us to help us do that? If we notice we're getting caught up on the to-do list, is there something we can do to help be aware and shift that a little bit for us? Yeah, so, so I sometimes, as we all do, you find yourself in that overwhelm. And what I do is I, I immediately that I see that, I'll stop. I'll go like, for the next minute, I am going to write down everything that I am grateful for including has to have two things in it that you're grateful for yourself for so that actually you are being grateful for everything around you, but you're being grateful for yourself as well. We have to Mm. be as compassionate to ourselves as we are to others um, because you can't pour from an empty cup. If all you're ever doing is being compassionate externally, you will, you will run out of energy and steam. So, so I think taking that moment and recognizing what you've done, we're too busy thinking about what's left to be done that we don't sometimes take that moment to congratulate ourselves on how far we've come. And if you think if you were to climb Mount Everest, there's camps along the way for a reason. One, you need to actually take a breather. But two, you have to be able to reflect on how far you've come 
She gives you the motivation to keep going. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And remembering to be thankful for ourselves and well as well and just as kind to ourselves as others. I think for sometimes we um, are really good at being a great friend and great support to others and forget ourselves in that process and try to pour from the empty cup that you referred to. So I love <laughs> that reminder and how that pausing and looking back inspires us to step forward as well. Thank you so much for sharing today. I really appreciate it. We are getting ready to go to our next commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I want you to think about what Kim Adele has shared with us and and what is speaking to your heart, to your spirit. Take a moment to pause and breathe and write some things down that you're thankful for, including two about you. (laughs) We'll look forward to continuing our conversation in just a moment. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or a comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I hope that you wrote down some great things. And maybe you even listed more than two things once you got going (laughs) that you were grateful for about yourself. If not, that's your extra credit bonus opportunity today (laughs) is at the end of the show. Write down a couple more things that you appreciate and um, you are thankful for. Uh, So I'm very excited to introduce our, our next guest guests, plural, to you, Um, and they are part of a a team, and so I'm going to share just a 
little bit of a picture of the team, um, and then we're going to talk to each um, just amazing, talented individual within that team. So, Manisha Gupta, who isn't joining us today, but she's mom of the two daughters who we will be talking with today. Uh, so, Manisha Gupta and her two daughters, Nitya Garg and Navali Garg, are um, a mother-daughter team who they band together over projects and clean slate conversations. They really have deep conversations to connect in a real way and move forward in life in a powerful way. The um, journey started with Charity Dress, which has helped clothe over a thousand people worldwide. And they launched the Navi Niti to start um, and stir up tough conversations, real conversations, using arts and stories. They are really passionate about making a positive difference in the world. So I'm just thrilled and excited to welcome both Nitya and Navelli to the show. Welcome! Thank you for having us. You're welcome. I'm excited. I started to clap, but I I stopped because I didn't want to take away from you both uh, uh, being (laughs) heard across the air. (laughs) Uh, But I'm just really honored to have you here, excited to um, have the conversation. And I'd like to start with you, Nitya, if I can. I'm just going to give a little bit of a snapshot of you. So, Nitya is a high schooler who strives to bring attention to complex topics shaping her generation. She's an active member of school's leadership, a varsity debater, and a national-level dancer, singer, and painter. So, Nitya, I am just thrilled to have you here, and I wanted to get your perspective on two things. So, One, um, is there something that you are thankful for in being part of this mother-daughter team and sister team um, that you're part of and some of the things you're creating just as you take a moment to share from your heart? Is there something there you'd like to share and appreciate and um, thank your sister or your mom about? Yeah, of course, there's so much. Um, I've actually shared a room with my sister since I, like, for 16 years. Um, and so I find myself to consider, I'm grateful that I consider my mom and my sister not just family, but I consider them friends. Like, I can talk mm-hmm. very openly to them about my life. And I think most of all, there's just such a big gap in the age group, right? Like, I'm a high schooler, my sister's in college, my mom's obviously working, Um and we have such different levels of exposure. Like, actually, Mount Everest was brought up previously. My mom climbed Mount Everest. I'm oh. nowhere near there. So, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Very cool. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's quite interesting that I'm able to get perspective and be able to have, like, conversations with people who maybe early in my life I wouldn't have expected to be able to be so open with. Like, generally, mm-hmm. you don't see kids talking to adults but thanks to my relationship with my family I'm so easily able to talk to like different age groups and really connect with them um Mm -hmm. that's something I'm really grateful for and just on the topic of like being mindful about all these things like one thing you said to be grateful for like other than that group is just um I think in the previous section we're talking about being mindful about like how like we should be living in the present um, I find another form of mindfulness just living in, like, like appreciating the world around you, appreciating your family that's, like, right there next to you. 
I find that to be like its own sense of being mindful to your environment. So I'm grateful to have that new perspective thanks to COVID. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that because I think sometimes we can look at COVID and the things that have changed that we don't like. <laughs> and I love that you yeah. um, are finding things that um, you're grateful for and are a blessing and you're thankful for that that have happened and brought to you. That's that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing. And Navelli, I'm going to have you share in just a moment a little bit, but I want to share just a little snapshot of you as well. So we know you're, you're in college, so you're an undergraduate studying neurobiology, women's studies, and dance at UC Davis. You aspire to research the brain and deepen our collective understanding of human behaviors. Navelli, welcome. I'm excited to have you joining us. And as we Thank take a moment. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. As we take a moment to pause and reflect and you're thinking about your your sister and you're thinking about your mom and some of the things you're creating together, is there anything on your heart and spirit mm-hmm. you would like to, to share and celebrate? I mean, it's very similar to what my sister Nitya just talked about. Um, growing up, you know, being the first child, there's always this layer of uncertainty Um especially because my parents are immigrants. So it's their first time doing things. Um, So growing up, there was always this kind of feeling that I was somewhere separated. So this idea Mm -hmm. during COVID time, it's really brought us together um, as a family. And I've I've grown up with my sister being one of my best friends, Mm -hmm. um, forcibly and unforcibly. It's that kind of a thing that we say (laughs) that uh, sisters by chance, friends by choice. Uh, we have it actually engraved uh, on a magnet, and um, mm-hmm. it's just this thing that, you know, growing up, my parents put us in the same room together, um, and at first, honestly, we both were like, why, um, <laughs> if I'm being very candid. Sure. But I think um, now it's something that, you know, the feeling of family and feeling of whoever you are, there's somewhere there that will accept you um, and the idea that family and the people that are closest to you are those people um, is is unimaginably amazing feeling mm. right um, and we've gone through our ups and downs we've gone through fights we've gone through loving periods and it's not that the change the everlasting change is never going to stop so just knowing that you found that team and I found this team of mom and sister um, kind of there with me no matter what has made me um, blessed and I think just more mindful in general as well. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I can hear that that love and care and appreciation in your voice and I love that, mm-hmm. you know, friends by choice. Uh, that's that's just um, beautiful. So thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I know you you both and oops, Sorry, my, I got excited there. I know all of you have come together and have created and are creating so many different things. And one of the projects, two of the projects, I should say, that you're currently working on that I'm, I'm aware of um, are, one, you're participating in an anthology where you're coming together and collectively writing a chapter 
uh, kind of illustrating those different perspectives and, and weaving them together around practices and rituals. So you guys are working mm-hmm. on that. That's going to be launched here in uh, March. So just around the corner. And you're working on a larger book as well. Uh, so I'm very excited about, yeah, yeah, both of those that are coming forward. So in looking at that, Anitya, I'd love to start with you. Um, any thoughts or anything you want to share about what it's like to uh, work together in that way and what you're hoping the chapter or the book will do for people? Yeah, of course. So I think this book has made us really reflect. And I think just on advancing of that previous question, you were talking about what you appreciate about your family and like looking at COVID with a positive light, I think a lot of that like more optimistic view on COVID comes from writing this book with my sister and my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, apology and, uh, is kind of like a little shadow of the larger book. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think all of it, the constant theme within it and the purpose of it is to talk about how the three of us have really connected through generations and we talk about the different perspectives that our lives have took. Um, and specifically on the anthropology, what we talk about there is this idea of rituals. Um, and so generally, we see like people following this continuous pattern through generations. And some rituals can be positive, some of them can be negative. Um, but sometimes we blindly follow them, sometimes we purposefully follow them. So what we highlight there is that like through these different generations, we're able to see which types of like as times are changing, we see what rituals we choose to continue. And my sister, she's actually minoring in women's studies. So she highlights how sometimes there's some rituals towards women and there's some things that we continue in our culture that we might not want to continue. Um, And so I think through writing this book, I've really just had an opportunity to reflect on not just my family, but the lots of rituals in the world that we can either embrace or we can realize to stop blindly following. I love that. But to and this is uh, coming back to that mindfulness. What are we choosing? Let's not just do it in autopilot, but really choose <laughs> what we want to continue to believe, to continue to echo forward. Um, and what is it time to let go of and, and maybe create a new pattern or a new ritual, a new way? Uh, beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Navali, I would love for you to share as well your thoughts as you are reflecting on the chapter that you are working on that's a little taster preview <laughs> and uh, the full book that you are all working on together. Anything you would like to add um, to the conversation here today around that, what that's like and what you're hoping um, people gain and discover? Yeah, um, so... Everything that my sister just said is something that I completely agree with. And I think just to add on a little bit is um, writing this book is unique. It's a unique thing for each one of us in the trio. Um, And so where it kind of reflects on where we are in our life along with the generational gap, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And I think the the anthropology chapter that we've written about rituals, as my sister said, it's it kind of centers on um, this idea of you know, there's things that sometimes we need to bring back or um, keep alive, mm-hmm. but there are also things that need to be broken down. Um, and I think, ooh, I guess, 
I, I personally am a person that likes to challenge uh, what I know of um, and how I look at the world. Um, so that's why I'm a neurobiology student. Uh, that's why mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a minor in women's studies because um, there are things in the world that are problematic um, that need to, you know, get a different resolve. Um, or be approached differently. But there's also things that, you know, as I think you said in a little bit of our introduction, we started a charity called Charity Dress. So we've seen, like, mm-hmm. the good part of humanity. We've seen the bad part of humanity. Um, and just kind of approaching all of those, there's things that we need to destigmatize um, along with, you know, bolster up as well. And um, I know these are all, like, huge words, and it's not like one person can do the, everything, but it's, it's kind of going back on that whole track of mindfulness, right? Um, yes. We're mindful about what we're doing. We can ultimately cultivate a culture and a world that's all the way better. Uh, Absolutely. For future generations as well. Um, Absolutely. And I think um, we've been talking about this for the last few minutes here, so... It's definitely the book um, in itself. It's something that Sarah was talking about as well, that during COVID times, you know, us being together, we were not only not really forced, but also indirectly forced to have these difficult conversations, uh, whether it be about something that is problematic that we need to figure out or something just, you know, lighthearted. But having these conversations, bringing us together as a family made us, so much more um, put together as a family, but also just as people. And in the culture Beautiful. that it is today, um, as, as where I am in college, right, I see people that are very not um, related or not really talking to their family much, or at least not about the difficult things. So it's something that is personally I can see in where I am at in life right now. It's something that's really necessary. And that is yes. why I am writing the book. Mm. Thank you for sharing. I I appreciate that. And I think a lot of these changes and rituals and things that we're looking at patterns um, and this mindfulness starts um, with the conversations, how we're talking to ourselves, how we're relating to others, what are we um, continuing to echo out? How are we shifting that? And are we getting real (laughs) with people and with ourselves or or not? Are we just going through the motions and whatever it is? So I love that each of you are so and committed to bringing this information forward to do it in such a dynamic, powerful way, bringing in multiple perspectives, really walking the talk of these different perspectives and questions and really looking at things to help us be mindful, to um, be looking at what we're bringing forward powerfully and purposely in the world. So thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate it. Of course. And um, those of you who haven't had a chance to uh, meet Manisha on one of our previous shows, I hope that you look her up and get to know mom as well of this powerful trio. And I know that we'll have her on at a later time as well. And um, I'm thankful for getting to have both of you on the show together. Thank you for adding 
um, your perspectives and your thoughts about mindfulness and the importance of really paying attention to what we're doing, what we're saying, how we're showing up in life, what kinds of patterns or rituals are we bringing forward. Kim Adele, I, I so appreciate you talking about mindfulness and how to... Um, and knowing, I mean, that in a way is like this relief. Oh, so there's 70% of us that at some time or another are feel like an imposter. So we're not alone. Even Einstein felt that way. So if anyone's ever felt that way, you're not alone. Um, and there's support to help kind of right, uh, get a, um, a right perspective, a more real perspective of ourselves so we can fully stand in our gifts and our purpose and what we're called to bring forward. Well, it's just been a, a pleasure to have everyone join us today. Listeners, thank you for um, tuning in. I want to make sure everyone has the uh, the best way to connect and go deeper with our guests for those of you who want to connect and go further. So Kim Adele, can you share the best way for people to connect in with you? Uh, yeah, so probably to get in touch directly, it's kim at kimadel.org and I would love to chat to anybody I can help. Okay, perfect. And then... Um, Let's see, um, Navali and, we'll start with Navali. <laughs> what's what's the best way? I don't know if you guys have a, a group way that people connect in or if you have individual. Um, yeah, I, I am most active on um, either my Instagram page as an individual. Uh, okay. Search up Navali and Navali. And I, uh, we do have uh, Navinisi. We are part of the Navinisi team. So we do have a website and a LinkedIn page. Uh, along with a YouTube channel, so you can just go ahead and uh, reach out to us through there. Okay, and that's www.navinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitinitin